Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Klug, joined as always by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, we are just days away, mere days away from live in Louisville. And in fact, by the time this episode drops, we will have uh, experienced the excess and the decadence and the sheet cake that is coming our way in just a few days. And uh, Pipe, I understand we've, have we sold out of even the second batch of tickets or are there still Actually, it's a moot point because by the time this drops, the the event will be over. So um, we don't have to don't have to address that from a business yeah. standpoint. I mean, at the time of recording, we have a few available seats, but by the time people listen to this, they will be wishing they would have made it exactly. and bemoaning the fact that they didn't. Exactly. Well, pipe, we uh, we have some other business to take care of here on the program in that we have two sponsors today, two books um, that you are very excited to lay on us. So. Uh, I want to hear. Super. I want to hear vintage Barnabas Piper promos uh, here on these books. And by reads, I mean you're not reading any of this. Um, it's like a little performance art piece. But uh, I really appreciate you saying that because we had somebody on uh, on Twitter who who was actually I don't know if he was offended as much as he was just sort of like distraught that I read the promos and I was like I don't ever read a promo. This doesn't happen. It's just kind so of radio I appreciate you, man. I mean we're such. Radio moguls that we adopted right. the lingo of the business, but yeah, it's like you do yeah. the read, but it's not actually exactly. reading. So the first thing that I won't be reading mm-hmm. about is a book called "Upward, Inward, Outward" by Daniel Fusco, who is a a uh, <laughs> he has very he has very impressive hair. Let's just put it that I'm way. He's a dreadlocked. He's a, he's a white guy with dreads. White guy with dreads, but not like Shane Claiborne yeah. uh, dreads where it's like underneath the bandana. These are like, if you can have lustrous dreadlocks, that's what these are. These are like lengthy halfway down the back. This is a lifelong commitment. These are such good, like you name each uh, individual dreadlock, I think at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And if you lose one, like if one gets ripped off or, or mm-hmm. cut off, um, I mean, that's a, that's a genuine loss. It's not like losing some hairs. It's. It's a member I, of your you head. If you to be a white guy with dreads, gone. do you have to like buy all new CDs? You know what I mean? Do you have to change like every aspect of your persona at that point? I, well, certainly of your appearance. Like I think it, it's not like you can walk around wearing like Eddie Bauer pullover, <laughs> you know, quarters yeah. and fleeces, yeah. which is which is one of my favorite pieces of apparel. You can't That's do true. that with dreads. You have to, you yeah. know, you have to go more of the like, it has to You know what you're looking at fashion-wise with these dreads? Or you're homeless. looking at... Uh, you know those like ponchos that everybody got on their mission trip to Mexico in college in the nineties pipe. Those are like what, what do you call them? Yes, like a, a yeah, like a, a drug rug a is what we used to call them. But there's a real word for them. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I think poncho, poncho is maybe the, poncho is the, is the word. word. I can see this guy in a poncho, and then and then they have like the yeah they have like the Americanized version, which is basically a hoodie yes. made out of yarn. It's like That's brightly right. colored yarn. So yeah, just, that's all of this is to give the the aura of mm. one Daniel Fusco. But the book is a reflection on the greatest commandment. And the, the idea behind it is living Jesus spirituality. So he being the greatest example and the one who followed the commandment perfectly. So love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And so just sort of looking, looking through that and ordering things properly, which is to say, love God, 
focus on your soul. And then out of that comes love for others. So um, that's, that's the crux of it. I, I liked the idea of living Jesus spirituality. You know, it's nice when they, when they give a turn of phrase in book marketing that actually gives mm-hmm. you a sense of what the book is about, as opposed to just saying, this is a book for all believers and it will change your life, which is usually a lie. So that's, that's the gist of this. So Daniel Fusco with the impressive hair has given us upward, inward, outward uh, to help us live spiritually the same way that Jesus did by following the same command that Jesus followed. Our second book is the book <laughs> Whisper, How to Hear the Voice of God, which we actually promoted a few weeks ago right. by one Mark Batterson. And I mean, I don't know if there's much more to say about Batterson because we've talked about him and his his various iterations of, uh, of puka shells and, and spiky and hair and different huger. things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, which is, I mean, I'm glad his face got skinnier. That's, that's, that's a sign, sign of a lot of great self-care. I'm that's sure the hipster journey right there. Hard. Bigger glasses, smaller face. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done good work for himself. The book is about hearing, hearing the voice of God and the different ways that God speaks to us. So just as Gary Chapman gave us five love languages, he has given us multiple prayer languages or ways to the, the ways in which God speaks to us. And he talks about scripture and our desires and the doors that are opened, the dreams and, and passions that we have, the people around us, the promptings in our spirit, and then the pain in our life and how God, you know, speaks loudly through some of those, speaks quietly through them, but speaks clearly through all of them. So Batterson has a history of writing on prayer and answered prayer and pursuing prayer. So this is a book kind of in line with many things he's written before. And again, the book is Whisper, How to Hear the Voice of God by Skinny Face, Big Glasses, Mark Batterson. And we appreciate I both of these sponsors, sponsors so, so much. As always. Mm. You sounded incredible. Did I sound like I meant it? Because I feel like, that, that gives people a little too much of a peek behind the curtain in this program. <laughs> so we need to keep certain things serious. Okay. You know? Yeah, that's... We don't, we don't know them well enough yet. We will, though, after okay. Sunday, after live and... I do... I am curious because uh, Ronnie remained completely silent through that. Is that because last week during, <laughs> during the sponsorship... Dude, Ronnie did Ronnie have more to say than normal. That more was to incredible. say than normal. Dude, you guys are talking about me like I'm not here, man. What does that mean? It's because right. you've been not here up to this Boys, point. I'm right here. I'm right here for you. Like, Big Daddy's well, here. Was... Everything's good. I, I can vamp on, on Fusco and Batterson if necessary. But I, I want you guys to take a little time to do that, you know? I just want you guys to enjoy your time together you're just, vamping you're just about presiding our, about at our this office. point. Baby, let me ask you a candid question, okay? And Throw I it out you... there. Throw it. Did you or did you not get a text from a certain <laughs> higher up in your organization after last week's show? uncomfortable with your the level of input that you had on on one of our sponsors yeah it was uh i mean do you guys want to know the truth i do yeah well okay so after last week um you know i was just minding my own business yeah you know uh, the program dropped on monday and uh you know this was yesterday and uh a couple hours later i get a phone call from another other than uh you guys ready for this wait for it wait on me dougie wilson he didn't like me he didn't like our he didn't like our little uh, our little vamp out on him and Rachel the Held Evans. He wasn't he didn't think that was cute. Wow. He didn't think that was cute. So uh, did you ask him if he could write an angry blog post so we could collect some more listeners off of his anger? Because that would be great. Like if we could springboard off of his frustration into you know a greater listenership, I'd be thrilled. Yeah, with I just that. told him to release one of the ones that he probably already had like stored up. 
And uh, so <laughs> I, you know he's I got know? like a, a boilerplate, uh, a boilerplate. You know what I know piece? about his anger? It's it's as saleable as Daniel Fusco's white dreads or Jared Wilson's like razor cut Hitler youth haircut. Mm. It's saleable for days, man. So if you, if you want to get Dougie Fresh back on the phone here, Big R, um, let him know that we would welcome you. Know, I wish I, I wish I had that kind of play with, uh, with Dougie. Uh, truly, it probably would not be a match made in heaven if we're being truthful. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but, you know I'm, willing, I'm willing to go back and forth with Dougie. I mean, he's going to squash me to death <laughs> on probably 10 out of 10 topics. But talking about yeah. Rachel the Held Evans in the manner in which we did, I, it could be good for some laughs. With Dougie. It could. And then, and then he would probably literally squash you to death. Yeah, literally. Like, There'd be somebody showing up at my door with like nine kids and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, overalls and, and like a gun. And, a, and I'm, I'm getting out of control and I better stop. And, and like an axe handle, you know. Boys, I need to save this for Sunday. I need to save this magic for Sunday. You know, Absolutely. hold on. Hold on. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Big R, I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you're back in the studio and I'm glad you're talking because this first topic is uh, – is germane to you. You're not only our resident man of the cloth, but you're our resident man of caring about the holidays mm. to a kind of an extreme degree. So uh, this topic, this is one of yours, actually. And it's if you could change one thing about the holidays, what would it be? So I'm going to I'm going to throw that to you first as our resident man of the holidays. Um, Christmas sweater, Ronnie Martin. Take it away, baby. Oh, baby, that was a that was a that was a compliment. I'm going to take that from you. I'm going to enjoy it for one second while I process this question that truly I sent to you guys, but gave approximately minus ten seconds of thought to. Um, okay. You know, here's the thing about holidays for me. I I look I sort of count down the year into them every every year. So right now is like it's it's the beautiful time for me. I'm looking forward to to thanks G and Christmas coming up. I'm looking forward to all of that. I think um, I think one of the things that I don't like, given how much I love holidays, is I don't like holidays out of context. Mm-hmm. So like right now, I got like friends who think I'm the big Christmas lover, which is true. Like saying, hey, I'm already like, I'm already listening to like Sinatra's, you know, ultimate Christmas album. I'm already like, I'm already locking into like, you know, Charlie Brown, you know, Christmas. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like it's like, that's out of, t- that's out of context mm-hmm. for me. Like we haven't even hit Halloween yet. Like I don't do the holidays outside of the holiday context. I never get that. And people are always like shocked when they hear that, right? Because they think Big R is going to just be like listening to Christmas tunes like starting in July. But I don't, I don't do that. I keep it in context. And uh, that's one thing I would change about it is, man, get, give me, you know, I give me the Christmas, you know, put in, put the Christmas section, open it up at Target, you know, the day after Thanksgiving. Don't do it like the day after Halloween. Like keep it, keep it in line. That's where I'm at with that. Oh, it's, there's so much wisdom in what you just said. It's, I mean, it's sort of the everything in moderation, everything in its place, you know, otherwise you're, you're gluttonous exactly. in your holiday enjoyment. And then it's, you know, once you have stuffed yourself full of holidays and gorged yourself on it, it's just not nearly as enjoyable. So well, yeah, I mean, I, Pipe, totally I, mean I mean, even for you guys that clearly don't love it as much as I do, like I'm with you in the fact that like, dude, we shouldn't be getting to Black Friday already sick of the holiday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the blackness of Black Friday should not have to do with the, like, that should not be how my soul feels about the holidays already. But but that's what it has become. Pipe, are you uh, you deep into celebrating Reformation 500? Which seems like a holiday that Reform guys have been celebrating for, like, the past (laughs) three and a half years. So I, I think it's like... 
It's kind of like George Foreman's age. Nobody really knows when it is. So guys have been celebrating it forever. Right. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. It started. I I seem to recall Reformation 500 things starting in like 2011. You know, people are like, it's coming. The 500th anniversary is, I guess. It was like a trailer. It's been a trailer for the last like seven years. Yeah. When when you're, the ramp up has been a decade long, which I guess is what happens when you're dealing in multiple centuries. Um, celebrate is not the word I would use. Um, I I sucked into the vortex is, is maybe a more accurate description being in the Christian publishing world and the reformed world. I, there's, I haven't really been able to avoid it. Um, although I will say this, uh, I went and spoke at a little Christian college in, uh, in Missouri called Southwest Baptist university. And they had a theme going for their chapels, uh, the celebration of the reformation. And they, they threw that to me and I was like, Oh, what am I going to speak on? But in thinking about it, it reminded me of the significance of the reformation, which was beneficial, you know, one of which, which leads to what I would change about the holidays. And this might be more personal than, than, uh, like, corporate. And that's just taking, being a bit more reflective about the significance of the holiday itself. Because Reformation 500 had gotten very boring to me because it's just, it's all products and conferences and themes and, and being overdone. But pausing and thinking, where would the church be if the Reformation had never happened was helpful to me because it, it would, it was a significant thing. And so doing that with Thanksgiving and Christmas and other holidays would also be beneficial. Uh, the, the other thing I would change about the holidays is the menu. Dude, like, what does that mean? Yeah. Thanksgiving is the most boring meal. Oh, dude, yeah. You complained about this last year. Pike. Yeah. What's well, your, the, I forget. The, What's your deal with that? It's like, turkey and mashed <laughs> potatoes are flavorless foods. And it doesn't matter how you cook them. Like you can fry them, you can brine them, you can smoke them, boil them, whatever you want. You can go through like the whole Forrest Gump shrimp, like boil it, broil it, fry it, bake it. Doesn't matter. It's still crappy food. Whereas there are so many delicious menu items. Why can't we be, I would be more thankful if I could eat like sweet and sour pork. Big T, I love, I love how like this is, I love how this is pipes like rallying call now, like every, every October talking about well, how it, boring, boring it, Thanksgiving it, food is. It hasn't like, changed yet. Oh, this, what do you mean? Yeah. Boring, like holiday <laughs> topic you, every year. I feel like we've talked about this like every year since we started. That's right. I agree. With you, no, well, yeah, this is like the third, this is like the third year of the podcast, which means. Which means until I get sweet and sour pork on Thanksgiving, I'm going to keep moaning about it. I mean, dude, you know, if you like put together your own Thanksgiving celebration, you know, you can like have whatever you want. The problem is you're usually, you're usually, you're usually like eating from somebody else that prepared it and nobody would dare prepare something other than well, that or, out of total or you're, fear. Or you're having guests and there's like a level of expectation. Is, and so yeah. Turkey. Even if, even if everybody is low grade disappointed with the fact that you're eating like a yeah. s- soggy bread stuffing and mashed potatoes and a bird that has no flavor. And, and I'll I'll give sweet potatoes their due. Those are excellent and delicious. Uh, Whether they're, whether they're baked or whether they're cooked is more like the casserole with like the crispy topping or the marshmallow topping. It's all delicious. Baby, was there any, did you ever have any idea, Big T, that uh, Pipe was this anti-American? Dude, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean was there ever an inkling of that with you? Like in your, in your talkings with Pipe? 
You know? Yeah, roughly 10 months ago when we had this exact conversation. <laughs> so I did have an, more than an inkling in that I, I had this exact maybe, same conversation. Yeah. I, I'm, ac- I'm actually reprising last year's script. Yeah. So for the listeners who wondered if I do the read right now, I am doing the read from last year's Thanksgiving. No, I kind of like it. I kind of dig it. it it's, it's like the holidays, right? We, we know that we right. can expect something, whether we Absolutely. love it or hate There's, it. Yeah, the you crazy know? uncle is going to show up and complain about things and we're going to argue about politics and somebody's going to get drunk and somebody's going to, like, it's, these things are going to happen every year. One of those things is me complaining about the Thanksgiving menu. Next year, it's like the one thing I change about the holidays is Pike <laughs> complaining about the fact that turkey is just not good enough for him. It's out of control. Out of control. Ted, what would you change? Um, I really don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to pull a big R here and say that I just, I just don't care <laughs> at all. But uh, I think one thing I would change about the holidays would be I would – I would make myself a child again because being wow. an adult at the holidays just kind of blows. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It just, it's, it's a real drag, man. You, it's a drag because everyone's looking to you for the not fun stuff. Like you just have to make sure every, everybody else is taken care of and, and, uh, it's just not for you anymore. So uh, I would I would go back to being a kid, man. That's what I would change. You know what, Big T? I appreciate that, man, because you just took this entire convo to this like existential level yeah. that like I would have loved to have brought it to, but truly I would have been a little afraid, man. I appreciate your courage in that, man. It inspires me. Yeah. And I think we have a I think we have a lot of good things coming up. Looking at 2018 now, thinking about how deep you're going to get with some of these things now. I, Maybe I, I just want to let that. you know. I want to encourage you to not be afraid to do that on your own program. You know, I mean this. Yeah, I, I, I pre- and I need some encouragement in that right now because I'm feeling like I don't want to be that vulnerable with you guys, but I, but now I feel like I can. I have a question. Now I feel like it's all there for Speaking me. of that and speaking of vulnerability and, and, and this program in specific, um, you, you had another question. These are all Ronnie Martin questions today. So this is big R, like really getting on the pre-production thing, Pipe. And uh, I, I have to tell you, I'm impressed with his hustle, with his giddy up. Um, we, we got three topics from big R today. The second one is why even do a podcast now that everyone seems to have one. Um, and, and Big R, I want to say this is you getting all existential, right? I feel like- A little bit, a little bit. Putting on a little bit of sad hipster music in a, in a, in a little like minimalist room somewhere there in Ashland, Ohio, and just really asking the tough questions. Am I right about that? No, I think you're right. And I think here's, here's what kind of started, here's what kind of birthed that question, man. Okay. was um, every once in a while- Somebody pops up on social media that started a new podcast, and I look at it and I go, "Wait a minute!" Wild? Do you mean like yeah, four times a day, right? Friday, three times a day. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I'm here's what I'm trying to drive at, man. Here's what always shocks me about that is whenever that happens, it's always by somebody who I just assumed must have already had a podcast. And for them to have not had already had a podcast, now I'm seeing that they have a podcast. It just makes me feel like the market is even more flooded. So what, what kind of caused me to ask this question was a couple weeks ago, and I love this guy, so this is not like a stab against him, but uh, but at Tim Challies just announced like his new oh, podcast. I'm like, Chally's. wait a minute. I'm like, at Challies doesn't have a podcast already? Dude, I, I just, that Chally's was mind blowing. a podcast. That's what I'm trying Incredible. to say, Big T. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to talk you, about. Right you now. can't be a pioneer at everything. He got in the blogging world before that, you know, became the thing that everybody had. He couldn't possibly do it again, so he had to be, you know. He was he was the late adopter on the podcast thing. He was, but I feel like podcasting is the new blogging. So I cannot believe it took that dude this long to finally 
to finally start casting his pods, well, you, man. I mean, I think that's you've amazing. You've both met at Shally's, haven't you? Both I've, never met, I've never met him. Pipe, you I have, yes. Now, I, I want to ask a real, a real question, man. Real talk here on the program. Do you boys think at Shally's can carry his own podcast, or is he going to need somebody else, man? Well, wait, Pipe, didn't he partner? He's partnering with somebody in the, in the podcast, right? I never actually saw this announcement. You have broken news to me on this episode. It's called, uh, <laughs> wait, give the music real quick, Big T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. We're going to have you do that at uh, Live and Louie, too, by the way. Um, no, he, uh, he uh, called it, um, this was kind of weird, too. This was a really arty title for Chally's, which kind of shocked Whoa. me, because I, I don't really think of him as being art school. But he literally no. called the podcast The Art of Godliness. What do you guys think about that? Ooh. The Art of Godliness. Ooh. That sounds so standard reformed. It could get no more standard reformed. Except for that. the art of. I just okay, felt like that speaking, was real non-at Chally's. Right, Ted? Ted, speaking of yeah. standard reformed, I will give you three okay. guesses who his first guest was. Kevin Dion. Nope. No. No. Okay. Uh, but it'd be, but dude, uh, let's, 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 if we're playing hot and cold, you're you're very warm right now. Very warm. Okay. Interesting. I want to. I want to. I want to make my last two guesses. But before that, I want to tell Big R why uh, why art doesn't. Take me aback as a, as a reformed man. Yeah, yeah, throw that at me, man. I'm interested. Baby, here's the dynamic, okay? All reformed guys have to pretend to care about art. And mm. I think this is, this is at Shally's trying to do that. Um, so, so you kind of, you have to pay lip service to art, which I think, didn't Southern Seminary do that as like a whole thing for a while? Like, a, like they, they pretended as an institutionally to care about art, but um, nevertheless... Um, I mean, well, hold on, Big T. I mean, that kind of reminds me of like, remember when like reformedum cared about hip hop until like Lecrae, you know, walked away? Like, remember that like yeah. from like five or 10 minutes ago? Dude, and it's fascinating. Until he, reminded, until he reminded everybody he wasn't a white evangelical. Right, yeah. I, I think that whole pretending dynamic is a way for, and, and people have been doing this since the beginning of time, but it's a way for uncool people to like catch a little bit of somebody else's coolness. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I think, I think that may be a play in both cases, but I, I have two more guesses to make. So yeah, man, throw it down. First guest on the at Shally's program. And then I want to know who his co-host is. Um, and we can maybe, we can maybe do some guessing on that, but okay. Kevin Young, I was real warm. Um, gosh, I'm drawing blanks on like the youngish reformed guys at Jared C. Wilson. Oh, no, nah, we won't count okay. that as a guess. Um, it, don't don't think youngish. Think like the bullseye, like the bullseye of of reformed the bullseye white dudes. of reformed white dudes. Now I, I mean, feel like your dad is a little yeah, exactly. No, I I think Pipe's dad is actually not the bullseye for reformed white dudes because there are people out there that like think he's liberal just because he like once mentioned you know running into Lecrae at an airport or whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because, Pipe's dad because he has black friends. Because he has, he knows like a black person. Therefore, he's he's liberal. <laughs> he's a little liberal for some. He's a little left. Yeah, he's really progressive, man. Dude, I'm John P Progressive Piper. John Progressive Piper. That's right. <laughs> John the Hell Evans Piper. <laughs> oh, dude. John White. John Bell. Piper. John Bell. <laughs> uh, All right, I'm gonna farewell, John Bell. <laughs> Dude, I feel like our man Al Moeller is right in that right in that bullseye. Oh, you're you're so warm, but that's not it's it. Not it's not it. You're like yo, you're like blazing hot, so close. Carson, Carson, 
Oh, you're not. Are we, are we, do you get three guesses too? Or is this Ted's guess? No, no. Oh, I don't know. I, it's not Carson. Go ahead, Ted. Um, it's not Carson. I would All say right. Timmy K, but Timmy K is kind of how he's kind of got that deal where, like, yeah, you know, he lives he's a little in the, liberal too. He's, yeah, he lives in the city. He's a little liberal. He doesn't talk for an hour and a half about everything. So I'm going to say not Timmy K. Um, no, this is somebody who talks. For, this is somebody who talks for an hour and a half about everything. Interesting, Pipe, dude. It's not Mueller. That's a. That's like that's no, unbelievable. Like, if, it's not if, Al. If Mueller had like a a uh, a twin in Reformdom, it's this guy. Oh yeah, the other guy, the other guy from down there, right? Um, dude, we're blanking out. Uh, Russell Moore. Russell Moore. No, no, that's three guesses. It's Mark Dever. Oh, Dever, Dever was literally my next guest, man. Unbelievable. Wow. Okay, Pipe, so this is Dude. this is fascinating. I want to know now, and maybe I want you gentlemen to guess, does anybody know who At Chally's' co-host is on this deal? Do you know, Pipe? It doesn't look like he has any. I'm reading the podcast description. I, I thought he did, man, so I maybe, might have screwed okay, that up. That was just... He might. It doesn't. He doesn't mention... A, he, used, he does use the phrase, giving it a... Uh, Giving it the old college try, Ooh. which is always a fun phrase. Yeah. I don't really know what that means because I never tried in college. So that one confuses me. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I don't see, uh, I don't see any, I don't see any co-hosts listed. Hmm. So he's, well, I mean, that's a, that's a bold move by one Tim Challies. You're just flying, flying yeah. solo and, and taking on uh, high level reformed guests. Callie's yeah. is kind of a rogue, man. He's kind of an outlaw. I feel like he goes his own way. So, um, <laughs> such a such a risk taker. <laughs> he's a risk taker. You know, you look at Challies and you look at the white guy dreads on him, and you go, "This guy just does <laughs> You know, he and yeah. Daniel Fusco are like two peas in a pod. Fusco's going to be Rebels. on next week, I'm sure. Rebels. I mean, I'm sure, that's the the next guest. But no, all right, let's, let's play a little. Let's play a little game, and this is. This is gambling for entertainment purposes only, okay? So I don't want people to think that we're running like a, a gaming, a gambling podcast here. But I want us to, on the record, on the program, suss out who we think his next two guests are going to be in order. Uh, because these reform podcasts, they all kind of go the same way and they all get the same guys. So who do you think his next two guests are going to be? And I think the winner will... Um, I don't know. The losers will buy the win or something next time we all hang out together. But uh, I haven't thought that I like it. So I like it. um, Next two guests in order for the At Chally's podcast. Piper, uh, you're up first. Man, let's see. So he started with Dever, which is, I mean, that is, uh, that's that's cut from exactly the cloth I would have expected. So (laughs) the question is, does he stay with the, with the predictable direction and he's like, he knows his audience, he's sticking to his core, in which case you would assume it's going to be, um, well, it's not going to be Al Mohler because he's a really hard guy to, to, to get on a podcast. Mark yeah. Dever is much more accessible. Um, sure. So not Mohler. I don't think Carson, because I don't think Carson cares about, uh, about no. being, uh, about being interviewed. He's a bit, uh, he's a bit crusty when it comes to those things. <laughs> Russell Moore is pretty willing to be interviewed, but I'm not sure. He might be a little too liberal for Chally's. Whoa. Um, hmm. I, I, think, I think if I was going to guess two, I would go Matt Chandler. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this is way out of left field, but I'll explain my reasoning. Somebody like Shy Lin. Yeah, I agree, Pipe. You got to get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. 
<laughs> yep, you got to got to get got to get the quote unquote diversity. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and uh, and also Shailin is boldly reformed mm-hmm. and vocally theological, both uh-huh. of which fit Challies. And uh, so, yeah, I think those would be my guess. So he's going to start with Dever. Chandler and Shylin. Those would be those would be my. That's strong pipe. I like where your head's at on that, and I appreciate the logic behind each choice too. That that helps. Uh, Big R, what are you looking at here as far as the lineup for at Shally's podcast? Dude, okay, so I'm gonna go way more. Uh, I'm gonna go way more conserve yes. than uh, than B pipe did, man. I, and I and I'm gonna use. Um, I'm going to use my knowledge about at Chow, uh, given that he's done a lot of stuff with Ligonier. So I'm going to say, mm. um, I'm going to get a little nutty okay. right now. I'm yeah. going to go with uh, Sinclair Ferguson okay. um, and uh, and Katie Y. Ooh, I think yeah. Those I, I mean, mean Katie Y is so. Those are so in line yeah. Yeah. with everything Chow's is. Those two dudes. Yeah. Those I mean, and if and again, betting for fun purposes only. But if we were going to put odds on those, while they might not be like the runaway odds leaders, it would be there, there would be strong odds in favor of those guys being yeah. you know in, in the next guests. Good, good. Yeah, Ron, that's a strong lineup, yeah. man. That's going to be tough to beat. Um, I'm going to go a little an old guy, a young guy, old guy, young old guy, guy. You know what I'm guy. saying? Just have that. Reform yeah. guys love to like pay lip service to that too. Like we got to learn from other absolutely and, and all that, so, right? Uh, yeah, I like that. I like old guy, young guy. I'm going to go KDY and then KDY again. <laughs> KDY is going to be a two-part because, episode, man. Because, because it was just it was rolling at such at yeah. such an incredible pace and at such length that they broke it into two parts. That's it, man. At Chally's, one of the things he's going to find out about this this business, and, and boys, we've been in it for a long time. I mean, if he wants to, if he wants to call, if he wants to reach out, just for some. Some advice in the podcasting game, you know, from some veterans. Uh, he could do that. Our door's always open. But I think what he's going to find is that with these reformed dudes, they don't say anything quickly. So uh, whatever he had planned for the program, it's going to run long, and he's going to need another another app to fit it in. So um, mm. I'm going KDY, KDY, back-to-back. Here's one last question on podcasting and on the At, the at Chally's podcast. Um, who's going to be the most interesting like D-lister that he comes up with. Because here's the dynamic, boys. He's going to realize that after you do seven or eight of these, you've exhausted like all the reformed guys that there are. And then he's going to have to either start going back through those guys or he's going to have to get real kind of off the reservation and creative with it. So um, who's going to be the, the the kind of wild card in the episode eight, nine, ten in that in that kind of range. Yeah, I already have my answer for that, boys, and I, I know you're going to... Whoa, lay it on us. Lay it on us, big guy. You're going to enjoy this, all right? And it's uh, yeah. it's our... Uh, I'm ready. It's our it's our good friend. Uh, most most people know him as the jailbird, Stephen Altrogi. Trogzy. <laughs> on Charlie's Whoa. podcast. I just feel like what Ched just said, like when you're getting down to the wire and you're like, oh, shoot, (laughs) I got to find someone to record this thing for this week. I mean, and you're all out of options, man. All I mean, you're going to man. One of those videos that Trogues has been posting recently is going to pop up and he's going to go, oh, yeah, Yeah. Trogues. I can get Trogues. And he's going to call Trogues. And three point six minutes later, he's going to be talking to Trogues on his podcast. Dude, speaking of, is Trogues still doing his podcast? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen anything about it. Have you seen it, Pipe? 
I, I think he is. I think it's a bit more intermittent than it yeah. once was. For the exact reason that you just said, after you've done about seven of these, you realize that getting guests is kind of That's a true. difficult thing, which is one of the many reasons we don't ever we have, have a very have non-guest policy. Right. I didn't get a guest on Trogzy's yeah. yeah. So you, you guys have both been on Trogzy's podcast, am I right? You've never been on it, Big T? No, I'm the, I'm the only, like evangelical author on the planet who hasn't been Dude, on. Dude, that's an outrage, man. Yeah, I know, baby. I know. Oh, man. We're going to we're gonna have to chat about that next Sunday. Can, can, I, can I reprise or revise, I should say, my suggest, my, my guess on the, one of the next two, uh, next two guests? Of course, of course. So I guessed Shy Lin, and I think, I think that's my rationale for that was <clears> good, but I think the same rationale applies to these other two people, except it applies better. Okay. One is Jackie Hill Perry. Ooh. Oh, oh that's the other, incredible. The, the, other is, the other is Nancy Guthrie, Whoa. who is like a Gospel Coalition women's yeah. staple, yeah. Bible teacher. Like she, she, and she's a prolific writer of, of like Bible studies and Bible lessons and is, is a pretty engaging podcast guest. Yeah. So I, I would put my, in, so I, I still say Chandler, yeah. but then I'd, I'd rank them uh, Jackie Hill Perry, Nancy Guthrie, then Shy Lynn. Be Pie, for, like, for I'm down with women. I'm not a sexist kind of move too. For at yeah, but dude, Jackie is way too way too progressive, man. For Chow, whoa. But you know? but she's but she's like she's a it's like super profoundly theological and agreed. But so I mean yeah. I I don't know. I mean you might be right. Maybe too progressive. But but again, the other think about the name of this podcast. It's the art of something or other, right? <laughs> so doesn't he have to have somebody who's an actual artist on Absolutely. at some point? Oh, yeah. you're being literal. Now. Like that's you're being you're, a literalist. I mean one one. That's where you're being a little bit too like sensible about this whole thing. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> that's not how it works in reformedom. You only have to pay lip service to the thing. We only uh, mention art. We don't actually like <laughs> exemplify it, engage it in any significant gotcha. way. Okay, sorry about that. I always I always get confused about how reformed people do things. Absolutely. Well, let let Big R Big R and I help you through it, boys. One last question on this: Which of the three of us will be first to guest on At Chally's program? Uh, easily, well, not, easily, Piper. Easily, there's no way he's having me on, dude. Easily, <laughs> easily. Uh, I. I make I make the conservative reformed crowd. They don't know what to do with people who have a sense of humor and make fun of others. But so, dude, you're so close to your pops, though. And if you can't if you can't nail if you can't get your pops nailed down for the for the podcast, man, I mean, he's going to have you right there. If only that worked for the paying speaking gigs. Well, we couldn't get John Piper. Let's invite the other one. Doesn't work for me there. Dude, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Nice little revenue stream for you. Yeah, no, it's like I'll, I'll whatever you're going to pay him, pay me sixty percent of it, and uh, we're all good. I like how you went sixty and not like fifty or seventy. That was <laughs> I'm not going to shortchange my. I like how you came up I, with that particular number there, Pi. I know who I am. Not that I thought of it, but sixty percent would be fine. <laughs> not that yeah. I'm giving it any thought, but sixty-four point four percent is my. <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, I love Dude, it. That's funny. That's funny. Wait, never sell yourself short, Ronnie. I know. Well, I've got you. time for. Uh, we've got time for one more little topic here, and this is uh, this is another big R special. Uh, briefly here at the end, guys. What's your favorite childhood memory that your mind always goes to? Um, big R, I'm going to start with you because I feel like you had something specific in mind when you when you launched that question. Um, it was kind of connected to uh, question number one about the holidays. So my uh, my favorite childhood memory is. Pretty much every 
Christmas <laughs> up to the age of 16 for me. So that literally my, so my mind, my mind just goes through like a variety of like, oh, and I remember that one year and it was so great. And it was, I feel so nostalgic about it. And the, you know, all the decorations and the, you know, the gifts and the music and the turkey, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get B-pipe all upset right now, but. Um, I'm, I'm amazed you can remember it. I didn't, I don't usually remember things that are completely blah and flavorless. Then you must not remember much of life unless you've had just a fantastic run of it. That's, that is that's a completely accurate statement. The majority of my life is just like, I don't know. That's, that's all I have to happened. say about that. But um, yeah, so probably, man, I always go back to Christmas, man. That's the one that gives me all the uh, the warm nostalgia. And I'm a very warm nostalgia, you know, kind of a kind of a guy. So that's it for me. Baby. You're a sweetheart, baby. You're, you're a big sweetie. Well, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to let you say that. I'm going to let you come up with those descriptors and, I, and I'll, I'll receive them. Okay. Pipe, childhood memory. Oh, man. Um, almost all of mine, it's, it's center around something like out doing, doing something adventurous outdoors. Mm. Okay. Um, which I think those are my fond memories because I spend so much time on the computer and in an office now. So the exact opposite of what I enjoyed doing as a child. So, I mean, like climbing trees and jumping off garages and camping and bonfires and fishing and baseball, just like those kinds of things are all of the things that brought me joy uh, until I became gainfully employed, at which point my life became rather void of those things sadly i still enjoy them i just don't ever get to do them that's a real that's really it's interesting i'm gonna i'm gonna go here for a second it's really connected with that existential comment that a uh, big t made a little while ago about wanting to be a child again at, at, at christmas <laughs> i mean what's going on with you guys i mean do we need to if you're listening right this, now to the podcast the give, give me a minute is this the beginnings of a midlife crisis? I think it is. And I, I want our listeners to give us a minute here because we're getting into something that I think needs to be discussed because there's there's something beating in those hearts right now that I'd like to dive to uh, to the innards of it and, and sort of root out, man. I mean, what, what's going on with you boys right now? Because I'm feeling sad. I got a heart now that's beating sadness for you guys. Wow. Well, you know, Pipe and I are clearly, uh, we're going through some stuff here, baby. You really are going through some stuff, man. You're going through your own stuff right now, and it's and you're you're all grown up, and you're all grown up, but you're still going through your own stuff. T. Could it could it be the fact that the two of us still have youngish children at home, and so we're we're seeing them live life and being confronted by the fact that they get to do all the fun stuff, and we have to pay all the bills. Yeah. Whereas you, Ronnie, your 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 child has been launched into the world as an adult, and uh, and so you you have a slightly different perspective and engagement with life. Like, for example, I saw on Facebook, I believe that there may have been another Martin camping trip in the recent past. Uh, is that true? Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about that on Sunday. But yeah, it is true. And it's almost like, okay, well, I know what you're saying. Consider this, I was going to say consider it a teaser, except that this will actually release after the That's uh, right. after That's that right. event. So, but yeah, so I, you, you, get, you have the freedom to do that. Thing. Whereas, like, if I'm going to go camping, it means I got to take my kids camping. Which so I, have the, I have the freedom like to, like, I have the freedom to return to my childhood in a way that you guys don't have the freedom of doing yet because you still have young children. Mm. Interesting. I think there's some truth in that. Wow, Big T, what say you? Uh, yeah, I just think we've we've covered a lot of ground today, man. This is been, <laughs> you know, it's getting a little too deep for Big T. He's feeling uncomfortable now, guys. So let's. Uh, Let's, uh, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's cap this thing. You know? Therapy. Boys, next time we do this, we're going to be together, which is going to be really cool. Um, I don't know. That's, that's, that's about it. It's hard for me to even do this on, uh, you know, remotely with, 
when I know that just in, in a few short days, we're going to be, we're going to be doing it for real in the way that God intended boys. Um, and that's just, that's profound for me. And, uh, I can tell you, I'm not going to be thinking about childhood then when I'm eating my sheet cake next week. <laughs> so, um, that's where I'm at boys. We've wandered, we've wandered to and fro throughout this program. And until next time, Rachel, the held Evans. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Hear about how Steve Harvey surprised a dying man on Family Feud with $25,000. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hard-working pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com or search Story Behind on your favorite podcast platform.